Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour races from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This race was first broadcast live Saturday, February 19th, 2022. All right, cars are going on the track. Here is your starting grid for race group two, starting 19th, car 74, a B-spec from Benicia, California. It's Thomas Lepper. Starting 18th into 156 B-Spec from Rancho Santa Margarita, California, Thomas Pendergrass. Starting 17th, car 32 at GT Light from uh, Poway, California, it's Michael Lewis. Starting 16th into 29F production car from San Marcos, California, Gary Raymond. Starting 15th, car 43H production car from Riverside, California, it is Corey Marcos. Starting 14th into number 18H production car from uh, Silverado, California, Bobby Bayer. Starting 13th in the 95 cards, GT Light from Belmont, California, Tim Linnerud. Starting 12th in the 85 GT Light car from Congo Park or Canoga Park, California, I'm sorry, Seth Harris. Starting 11th, the 67 F production car from Petaluma, California, Ethan Shippert. Starting 10th, the number 7 cards, F production from Victoria, British Columbia, Bill O'Kell. Starting 9th in the 31 cards, GT Light from Long Beach, California, Craig Carter. Starting 8th in the O2E production car from Galetta, California, Brandon Dross. Starting 7th in the O8E production car from Signal Hill, California, Dave Lemon. Starting 6th in the double zero cars, H production from Lake Forest, California, Lee Fleming. Starting 5th in the 66H production car from Fullerton, California, Ben Valentine. Starting 4th in the 40E production car from Mountain View, California, Kurt Fritchie. Starting third in the number 12 e-production car from Petaluma, California, Joe Carr. Starting second, the 121 GT Light car from Hermosa Beach, California, Brian Lynn. And your pole sitter, car number four, e-production from Redwood City, California, it's Glenn McCready. All right, Mike, our cars are now coming down through the drag strip here as they come into the Star Mazda. All spread out pretty well, obviously not even concerned about uh, lining up yet. And surprisingly enough, no tire scrubbing whatsoever. These guys seem to be fairly confident that they're going to have plenty of heat in their tires as they uh, uh, begin the uh, the race here. So that's uh, uh, a little bit overconfidence in my opinion, but then I'm uh, not here. I'm or not out there. I'm here. So as they come through the uh, outside of the Star Mazda turn, uh, we're looking at uh, uh, McCready in that Jeep production Mazda Miata, uh, starting to settle out with uh, Brian Lynn with the GT light car. And uh, those guys are starting to get side by side. But uh, again, our lights are out on the uh, pace car. Our cars are starting to uh, uh, settle out as they go through the S's. And uh, they should be coming over to you in just a couple of seconds, Mike, uh, for the start of the race as they come through sunset. All right, we're waiting for Glenn McCready in the production car. They'll be on the uh, inside of the front row along with Brian Lynn, that GT Light car on the outside. Uh, excuse me, row two then. Two E-production cars, Joe Carr and Kurt Fritchie. And I'm still waiting for them to come around. Oh, here they are down the front stretch. That's why I couldn't see them. Green flag is in the air, and it looks like the number four car, McCready, gets a good jump on Brian Lynn going down into Sunrise. All right, Mike, we are side-by-side side between our second and third position. Still, the number four, Greg McCready, taking off into the 12th of Joe Carr. One for one, Brian Lynn, out the third right now. 
rebounds. Everybody sweats it up. Oh, we have a little bit of a situation here coming into the off-ramp right now. We have a Sandinello with the 31 off into the kitty litter right before I-5, Mike. I'm sorry, the off-ramp. All right. That's our race leaders. Still head on down through uh, Cotton Corners now in Grapevine. Coming around to the dog leg here down the back stretch. Looks like Glenn McCready has opened up a pretty good lead now over the field. Probably by at least 10 or 12 car lengths over Brian Lynn. About another six back. Then you get Fritchie and Joe Carr. They are only about a car length uh, separating them as they go into Riverside. But our race leader, Glenn McCready, has opened up a pretty good lead, Bob. He certainly has, Mike. It's about 20 car lengths, and it is increasing as we speak here. He's over Lost Hill, just as uh, uh, our second-place runner, the GT light car, Brian Lynn, is uh, just getting at the beginning of Lost Hill. So that's about how far they are. Now, what uh, Lynn is going to need to be watch out is uh, car number 40, Kurt Freshke and uh, Joe Carr. The two E-Prod cars are coming up quickly on his rear bumper, and as uh, this next lap probably goes... You, we may have uh, those guys trying to get by Lynn as uh, they get uh, look to get up to uh, McCready as uh, as he now goes through the S's. He should be coming around here in just a second. He's on that straight past the S's and into sunset. You should be seeing him any second now, Mike. All right, so Glenn McCready, who got a great jump at the beginning of this race here now, has pulled open as he goes across the start-finish line. Now, here comes Brian Lynn, and the lead is going to be 2.9 seconds. Joe Carr and then Kurt Fritchie now. That is your top four as they go around sunrise. Mike, the number four, Glenn McCready, is going to be the top advantage right now. The first time they came around the 121. Uh, Brian Lynn going into the off-ramp. Look at the back here. These guys have spread out significantly since his first lap has gotten underway. Glenn McCready is pulling away some fears. Going down the high five, up to the corner. Everybody is single following in the off ramp, and our race leader overall in that e production, he is at the five corner and on the back stretch, Mike. All right, so Glenn McCready now has opened up an even bigger lead now as he's the only car. There comes uh, Brian Lynn. Almost the entire part of the back stretch here. The uh, dog leg, that is the lead. About 15 car lengths back now. You get to Joe Carr, and then uh, Fritschke has fell off pace as the entire front of the field here is really, really, Bob, opened up and separated. Yeah, this is a, uh, a kind of unexpected at this particular point in time because we, didn't not, we did not count on McGrady to just walk away from this race. Now, Brian Lynn is doing his best to stay ahead of uh, Joe Carr and uh, Fritschke. But uh, those guys are, Carr particularly, is now closer than he's been on the last two laps to uh, Brian Lynn. Now, obviously, you've got an e-production car uh, uh, versus a GT light car, two different classes. But this is for overall bragging rights here as our uh, overall leader, Glenn McCready, swings on through the S's like he knows exactly what he's doing. And apparently he does as uh, he comes up uh, and into the uh, entrance to Sunset. And over to you, Mike. All right, double yellow is out. Pace car is on the uh, track. Going to be picking up Mr. Recreedy. I'm not sure what was what happened there, but on lap two, we are going full course caution. Tim? All right, I'm looking over here, obviously right in front of Sunrise, and then into the off-ramp. I do not see any situations over here in the corner or on the back for that matter. So our pace car is coming through the off-ramp right now. 
and they are coming onto the I-5. So the pace car Mike has the field under his control. Mike, I can tell you what's going on what's over that? here if you'd like. Okay, uh, you have a car spinning. He's right on the track. Emergency services vehicles uh, uh, attending to him just on the exit to Riverside. So he's in a bad spot, and they want to slow this field down, get him out of that area, because centrifugal force would uh, throw another car into him very easily if uh, if they got a little sideways. So uh, he is right across from the, the uh, flag station there at the exit to Riverside. Yeah, I can see through the binoculars just at the right angle. I can catch that, so I see where he's at out there. Not sure who that is. Now we have Brandon Dross, E-Production, Michael Lewis, GT Light did not make the grid. So there's 17 cars out there, and I'm believing it might be the 67 of Ethan Shippert. He's the only one that has not completed a lap yet. Uh, Craig Carter, GT Light, just went by, so I believe that will be Ethan Shippert of the 67 out there, Bob. I think you're right, Mike. They've just pulled him straight onto the track and are unhooking. Not sure whether he's going to... Uh, try and continue or not uh but apparently he's under going to be able to do it under his own power yep he's uh, pulling out and around and uh well let's see whether he comes in or not i certainly would be checking my suspension if i were him but uh he seems to be having no problems and he's under speed uh and made it actually just before the pace car so uh, he doesn't go down a lap and i'm sure he's very happy about that but uh, that being said, the pace car is slowing down just a little bit as they pick up the rest of the field, uh, starting to bunch up, going up over Lost Hill. Meanwhile, uh, our, our car that went spinning off is now going into Star Mazda. So uh, he's got about uh, three or four turns ahead of the entire field right now. So as our pace car has got our collected field with the lights on, Going into the drag strip, pretty much everybody's caught up with the exception of a few of stragglers that will be catching up momentarily as they, uh, they come over the Lost Hill right now. So the uh, pace car has the control of the field, and he's uh, making a very slow pace lap here to uh, hopefully this uh, car that went off might be able to catch up. But uh, quite honestly, I, I don't see that happening anytime soon as they let them, if they let them go this time around, um, which I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. Well, Bob, we're gonna, uh, continuing our racing. All right, Shippert just went by the start-finish line. He is one lap down. Uh, he could have gone two, but they got him out in time, so he's only down one. So we'll have to see what happens here. They're still holding the double yellow out there. And uh, not sure. I guess you can let me know if the uh, lights go off on the pace car. In well, fact, I can't can't see him because he's coming over towards you right now. So well, they, have, say, yep. they have pulled the yellow, and the car is on pay, uh, pit road. So we are going back to green. In fact, it is in the air. So let's reset the field here as they go by. And it's going to be Glenn McCready in the lead. Brian Lynn second. Joe Carr third. Kurt Fritchie fourth. Dave Lemon fifth. Ben Valentine, your top six as they go into Sunrise. Mike, all those positions hold as they're going into Sunrise. They uh, bunched up there a little bit. They hit right before the off-ramp. They uh, scrub out a little bit more as they're getting ready to hit the I-5. Everybody in single file going into the off-ramp and onto the I-5. McCready is slowly pulling away from Brian Lynn in that 125 at Joe Carr in that 12. 
about two car lengths separating McCready and Lynn. About a car length separates Lynn and Carr as they're heading off into Kind Corners right now, Mike. All right, and they come through Grapevine. It is still Glenn McCready in the lead. He has opened it up now to about eight car lengths over Brian Lynn. Let's go back maybe about another eight. Back to Joe Carr in third. Fritchie now about four. Well, they'll call three car lengths behind Carr as uh, those three or four cars head into Riverside and back over to Bob. All right, Mike, as they come into Riverside or through Riverside, uh, it's stretched out pretty heavily at the beginning here. Uh, uh, once they got the green, uh, they put their foot down, and, and uh, uh, McCready's still leading. Uh, you've got about five car lengths back to get Brian Lee, maybe ten car lengths back before you get to Carr, and uh, another ten car lengths to Fritchie, another ten to Lemon, and then to Valentine as well. So this uh, the lead part of this uh, race is really stretched out a little bit. You've got an E-production of GT Light and two more E-productions uh, and uh, that's pretty much the race right now. However, we'll uh, keep an eye on things and see how it goes. Brian Lynn is doing a great job of staying relatively consistently four car lengths back behind McCready as McCready is just going out of the uh, S's into that little short straight and over to Sunset. Mike, you should be seeing him any minute. And here he comes down the front stretch, cross the line, uh, Glenn McCready. 157, 323. Brian Lynn, 159, 2. Carr, 2 flat, 0.8. Kurt Fritchie, 202.4. So McCready opening it up even more. Tim? Mike, our part of our field has spread out significantly as we're coming through. So our top five has a good amount of distance in between everybody. You got the 66 and the double zero of Ben Valentine and Fleming going into the off ramp right now. About a car like separates them as a one through. Number 85 with Seth Harris and the number 5 with Tim Lindgren. Going into the off ramp now. Back over to Con Corners. That's where Glenn McCready, our overall race leader, is headed now. All right, good pick up there. Let's uh, try to switch over to find the 66 and the double zero of Ben Valentine and Lee Fleming. They are the 1 and 2 in H production, and they are battling for that top spot. So uh, if we uh, get an eye on them, Bob, when they come around, again, it's the 66 and the double zero. H production drivers, they are battling for the uh, top two spots on the podium as uh, the, uh, the front of the field is heading through Riverside. Yep, as our front of the field is now uh, going down through the uh, drag strip area and into the uh, turn. Let's take a look at that uh, two uh, battling it out. Uh, 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 let's see, Valentine and Fleming here, the number 66 and the double zero. Uh, both of those guys, I believe, are from the uh, Huffacker stable. And uh, that is going to be real interesting. Lee Fleming, longtime uh, Huffaker driver, and he is now side-by-side -side with Valentine as they go into uh, the Star Mazda. Coming out of the Star Mazda, they're still side-by-side. -side. This is a really a, an exciting time here. These guys are duking it out, and uh, it looks like Fleming may have the lead uh, or the preferred line at this point. Car double zero. Yep, Fleming has now got the uh, lead, got past Valentine. Valentine drops a car length to a car length and a half as they come out of the S's over to that short straight and up into Sunset. Mike, you should see him any second. All right, as the front of the field goes by, we're looking for those two MG midgets. They come down the front stretch, and it is about, uh, let's see, at the line, about a midget car length. But wait a minute, here comes Valentine making a run back on Fleming going into Sunrise. 
Mike Mayer knows tail coming out of Sunrise, and we're going to go side note to 66. The Valentine tucked it back in. We are going to go side by side going into the off ramp. We are side by side. Ben Valentine is our new race leader in the ace production going down the I-5. They are going to be duking it out something fierce because we are nose and tail between Valentine and Fleming in that order as they're getting ready to come up cotton corners, Mike. All right, as they go through Cod Quarter and head over to Grapevine, it is Valentine back in the lead over Fleming in H production. Now, they, they've cleared through Grapevine and heading down the dog stretch, and it looks like Valentine now has the advantage in horsepower as he has opened up about a four-car-length lead. But now it looks like Fleming's starting to reel him in as they go down to Riverside. It's down to three car lengths. Into that turn. They hit that bank. It's only about a car length. Bob, I see Fleming is making the move now on Valentine. He certainly is, and that's exactly the same place he did, and he gets past him. Now, you were talking about Valentine having a little bit more horsepower. I don't think so. Yeah. I think Fleming has got it. And uh, as they come down the hill, uh, Lost Hill, they're only about a car length, maybe two car lengths apart. Got a slower car ahead of them uh, that uh, they're coming rough, right up on the back bumper, and that is going to create uh, some issues as they get into Star Mazda. Now, the slower car, I say the car is slower, is ahead of them right now, but uh, they've caught up to him in less than a, a in less than the length of the drag strip, and that's an RX-7. So these two uh, Spridgets are just going nose to tail. Fleming still has the lead, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, uh, uh, Valentine still has the lead. Fleming is right on his rear bumper as they come into Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, so a great battle here in H production. And this is the, the best battle on the track right now as they cross the start-finish line. It is the 66 of Valentine, the double zero of Fleming. Nose to tail going into Sunrise. It is still Valentine in the lead over Fleming. Holding that position coming out of Sunrise is Valentine and Fleming going into the off-ramp, slowing down a little bit. A car link separates those two as they're coming out of the off-ramp. Now they're on the I-5. They got almost about 1,000 feet to make up some time here, but it's looking like Valentine is pulling away a little bit more this time as they're going down the I-5. So about seven digits separate them as they're going up into the cotton corners right now. I'm noticing the number seven going past me right now. A lot of smoke coming out of this back end, Mike. That's right. Fleming and Valentine in front of you now. All right, that's Bill O'Kell in the 7F production car running back in 11th. So there goes the midgets, and it is about... Uh, uh, I'm saying 10 car lengths now through the dogleg as Valentine has had enough of battling with Fleming going into Riverside, Bob. Looks like he wants to put as much distance as he can and just say, stay back there, dude. Yeah, I kind of think you're right there, Mike. And as uh, as Valentine is rolling up on that RX-7 that's ahead of him, it looks like he's going to pass that RX-7 and does. Well, no, not quite. Uh, he almost got past him as uh, he came off of Lost Hill. But uh, that little maneuver allowed Fleming to get up a little bit closer, and it's down to about four car lengths now as they go into the braking zone. Now in, down to two car lengths as they get into the braking zone. Uh, Valentine is trying to keep ahead of Fleming as well as get past the RX-7 that's in front of him. So uh, he's kind of, uh, kind of got a bit of a, a, a job ahead of him as he goes into the S's and just kind of uh, settles in and hits his marks. Fleming staying behind him by about two car lengths, maybe three car lengths, as they come out of the little short chute and into sunset. And over to you, Mike. 
Attention to Pit and Paddock. Attention to Pit and Paddock. First call to the grid for race group three, Formula F, Formula V, Formula 500. First call to the grid for race group three, Formula F, Formula V, Formula 500. Mike, when they were coming around turn number one here, Glenn McCready and then number four took a little bit of wide coming out of Sunrise, kicked up some dust, was able to keep it under control as he made his way through. Coming back here to Valentine and Fleming, about seven car lengths separate them as they're heading down the I-5. The 66 of Ben Valentine is going to be coming up on um, one of our Miatas, I believe it is, or I'm sorry, the Mazda RX-7 as they're going up into cotton corners right now. All right, so that MG battle still going hot and heavy here between Valentine and Fleming. Now, as they come out of the grapevine and down the back stretch, let's take a look at it. It's only about six car lengths separating them now, but again, as they head down to Riverside, here comes Fleming. He is not letting Valentine get away from him. In fact, I think he might be trying to see if he could use Kurt Fritchie, that e-production, or D Dave Lemon, rather, that e-production car as a pick to get around Valentine, Bob. Yep, that would be a great strategy because both of them are coming up on that RX-7 as they go over the Lost Hill. That, uh, oh, okay, so now he's getting held up just a little bit by uh, the, the RX-7, and that is allowed, uh, that's allowed Fleming to get right back up on Rich's Valentine's bumper, and he's side-by-side side now. This is going to be interesting because he gets around Valentine, but Valentine has is, uh, is got an outside line, and Fleming is gotten shut down because he had the wrong line going into, into Star Mazda. As they come out, it is now uh, Fleming in the lead uh, over Valentine as uh, Valentine is now backed off about three car lengths as they come out of that short straight and into Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as they come down the front stretch now, let's take a look. They've, they've not only caught that, uh, that Mazda, they're coming up on the 40 also. Well, wait a minute now. Dave Lemon pulls over and says, oh, no, Ben, you ain't getting by me. Then that lets Fleming catch right back up as they go into the turn now. But now it's all getting jumbled up. Tim, straighten it out. All right, it's the 08 of Lemon, Valentine Fleming. And then, I'm sorry, the 95 snuck up there around um, Fleming coming down into Sunrise. Right now it's the 08 of Lemon making his way around Valentine as they head on to the I-5. So as Valentine, it would be... Um, they're slowing down there, going in there. Mike, you might have to reset that because someone passed right at one of the corner workers there and I wasn't able to catch him. All right, we'll try to get that straightened out here once. Let me find my binoculars and see if I can even see that far back there. Uh, here we go, coming down the dog leg. It is the 08, then the 66. All right, so we have... Dave Lemon, then Valentine. Lee Fleming has gotten by that uh, other car. Didn't get the uh, number on that, but it looks like our H production guys are back to uh, nobody in between them again, although it's going to be some distance between them. Bob, you'll be able to judge on that one. Yeah, there is quite a bit of distance as they come out of Riverside, Mike. I'm not sure whether that's going to create an issue or not, but the RX-7 is still is once again between them and Valentine. Uh, is in the lead right now in that H-Prod battle. The RX-7 is uh, sticking with Valentine. Fleming is now getting uh, a little bit of a, going a little deeper into the breaking zone for Star Mazda, so he picks up about five car lengths on the RX-7. Uh, the RX-7 is uh, in the middle of those two cars, as we said, as they come into the S's. Now, this RX-7 is, uh, is very, 
a very well handling car and it sticks with the midgets as uh, they go through about three car lengths to four car lengths in between uh, Valentine, the RX-7, and Lee Fleming as they come out of that short straight and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Second call to the grid for race group number three, Formula B, Formula F, and Formula 500. Again, race group three, Formula F, Formula V, and Formula 500. This is your second call to the grid. Timmy. All right, I have Ben Valentine and Levin in front of me right now, making her way around the slower 67. But uh, the race between Valentine and Fleming has kind of backed off a little bit. It's Ben Valentine, Lemon, and Fleming. Say that three times fast. Nope. They're going down, uh, <laughs> going down the I-5 right now. And uh, that race is kind of backed off between uh, Valentine and Fleming right now, Mike. All right. As they head up through uh, Cotton Corners and the Grapevine and down that uh, the dog leg, the back stretch here. And it's pretty much uh, that H production race is now gone as they have, uh, let's see, it's Ethan Shippard out there who's a lap down in between them. And then it looks like Dave Lemon in between them. So it looks like Valentine's got a pretty good advantage over Fleming now with just over three and a half minutes left in this race. Bob? Well, Mike, uh, let's uh, let's go pick up the leaders again. As, uh, All right. as uh, we have, I'm having a car, that's car 121. That's Brian Lynn uh, is gone by uh, and picking up some of the slower traffic. So your overall leader, uh, Glenn McCready, is probably past you by now. It's over by Tim. Why, yes, he is. He is going into the off ramp right now. Hits the brake a little quick, and a little bit of white uh, smoke comes up. But looking here, I have the number 74 is one of our B specs. Thomas Lapper, he is going into the off-ramp. Uh, he has uh, been lapped there, I believe, by the rest of the field. Looking here, I have the 121 of Brian Lynn. That is separated right now. But our overall leader, Glenn McCready, number four, is out of cotton corner right now, Mike. All right, Glenn McCready is just, uh, well, you could say he's kind of stinking up the show here. as He has got a 20.2-second lead over Brian Lynn. He's just walking away. It's a Sunday drive on a Saturday afternoon for Mr. McCready. He is showing everybody this is how you get around Button Willow. Bob? He certainly is, Mike. We also need to remember that uh, that's an e-production car versus Brian Lynn's GT light car. Let's go back to Joe Carr, who uh, would give uh, uh, McCready an even bigger uh, yeah. lead <laughs> because, of course, Carr is uh, the next e-production car. But uh, as our overall leader is... Uh, uh, you say stinking up the show. That's kind of uh, <laughs> kind of funny and and actually kind of true. Uh, he's a good. Uh, he's the entire length of the back stretch over here. The entire drag strip and Lost Hill ahead of uh, Brian Lynn, who's just now coming down the Lost Hill. Here comes McCready going up through the S's and uh, just making a a really nice as you say Saturday Sunday drive on a Saturday. He's coming out that little straight uh, off of the S's, and you should be seeing him in front of Sunset right now. Well, he's coming down the front stretch. White flag is in the air. We are on the last lap. So we're going to walk Mr. Creedy around the track. Thing is, I don't mean anything disparaging by that statement. It's just that when you have a race, you're hoping you actually have a race. McCready is just showing everybody, here's how you do it. He's got a 35-second lead over his closest competitor in e-production. Tim? McCready going through the off-ramp right now as he's heading on to the I-5. No slow cars in front of him 
as he's got the interstate wide open in front of him heading into Cotton Corners. I do not believe he's going to catch any of the back of the field that he has in front of him right now. I have uh, Mr. Brian Lynn coming out of Sunrise right now. He's got the track wide open in front of him. He's just making his time going into the off-ramp. So right now, our race leader, Glenn McCready, is on the backstretch. All right, as Mr. McCready comes down the backstretch here, I mean, he's just pulling away from everybody. And uh, he has got this. Now, anybody in e-production, if you want to read the book on how to run Butt Willow, I would suggest you stop over at Mr. McCready's uh paddock area later tonight and have a discussion with him he may not tell you how to do it tonight maybe tomorrow night if you're lucky when it's all said and done so that you can't beat him tomorrow but it's uh all mccready and he has just run one heck of a race and as long as he doesn't mess up bob he's got the checkered flag coming no question about it mike and uh and usually if you want to talk to somebody about how they did something you want to bring a case of beer it's always a good uh, <laughs> Always a nice gesture to loosen things up a little bit. But as McCready is uh, coming out of Star Mazda, uh, it, Brian Lynn is just uh, popping over Lost Hill. And uh, I think you're going to see, uh, well, let's just say a, a good 60 or 70 second uh, difference between the top uh, uh, e-production cars as they come over to Sunset and over to you, my friend. All right, Glenn McCready. The pride of Redwood City, California, at least this weekend, gets a checkered flag. He's got his hand in the air as he uh, waves to the starting to the starter stand here as he gets the win, and he will take it here at Button Willow. Now we're waiting for the 121 of Brian Lynn, Bob. Uh, he's coming around out of the little straight after the S's. He should be coming into sunset right now. All right, so here's our second-place driver, our top GT light guy, as he comes down the front stretch. He will get the checkered flag. Let's just for the heck of it, let's take a look at the uh, light, the, the the margin of victory here. As I'm still waiting for Mr. Lynn, still waiting for Mr. Lynn. <laughs> okay, I think half the people on the starter stand just left. As waiting for Mr. Lynn to come by. Okay, here comes, well, somebody's coming by. Let's see who it is. That is the 12 of Joe Carr. So apparently Brian Lynn, I must have missed him somewhere. He was 33 seconds back. Joe Carter ends up 57 seconds back. McCready, that was in e-production. So a huge victory there. So let's do a full field rundown. In B-Spec, Tom Lepper wins it. And uh, unfortunately, Thomas Pendergrass only finishes a couple laps. He finishes in second. In e-production, of course, it goes to Glenn McCready. He wins over Joe Carr. Dave Lemon, third. Kurt Fritschke finishes in fourth. Brandon Dross didn't even get on the track. In F-production, it comes out to Bill O'Kell, held it together, wins it. Gary Raymond, second. Ethan Shippert, one lap down in third. In GT Light, it was Brian Lynn. Seth Harris, one lap down in second. Tim Linrood, a lap down in third. I'm sorry, Seth Harris on the lead lap. He finishes second. Linrood, third. Craig Carter will finish in fourth. And finally, in age production, it's Ben Valentine that gets the win. Lee Fleming second. Corey Marcos third. Bobby Beyer comes in fourth. And that wraps up race group number two. Let's call our next group to the field. Attention to Pitt and Paddock. Final call to the grid for race group three. Formula F, Formula V, and Formula 500. 
Final call to the grid for race group three, Formula F, Formula V, and Formula 500. Take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more racing action here at Butt Willow Raceway Park for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour, live on SCCA.com, front slash live, 101.9 here at the track on the Performance Motorsports Network and on PMN2.com.